0: tiger fans you've probably seen fort Hays state university license plates on vehicles around town these official state of kansas tiger tags not only show your tiger pride but they also support student scholarships getting your own tiger tag is quick easy and every tag generates money for student scholarships visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more again that's fhsualumni.com slash drive go tigers
1: It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk live from Tiger Club inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus is brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors, Golden Pelt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time, the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, expertise, technology, compassion, all right here, Adams Brown strategic allies and CPAs going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The taco shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock.
2: And a good Wednesday and welcome into Tiger Talk. We are live at the Robbins Center on the Fort A. State University campus. We're certainly glad to be back with you. Had uh, uh, no program last week because of the the weather which is a little bit balmy out there today compared to what we've had but we're certainly glad to have you a part of it I'd like to welcome everybody with us live with Tiger Club and again as we say every program you can join us in person by joining Tiger Club you can contact the four day state athletic uh, office uh, for more details there but your uh, donation to Tiger Club goes toward athletic scholarships and you can join us here for the program each and every Wednesday we're going to talk some wrestling with Eric Wentz here in just a little bit women's basketball with Tally your cars and men's basketball with head coach Mark Johnson a little bit later on in the program. We'd love to hear from you. You can submit your question. You can go to the four-day state athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on the tab for fans. You'll see the drop down there and, and ask the coach. And again, you'll have a chance to win a, a T-shirt uh, from the A State Athletic Department. If we use uh, your question, you'll be uh, in the drawing for that. We actually have had a couple of uh, email questions throughout this past week, which we'll get to a little bit later on. Some, some basketball questions for Coach Cars and for Coach Johnson. Uh, Four Day State basketball. Uh, they will be in action Saturday afternoon up in Kearney, taking on the Lopers of Nebraska. Kearney. Uh, we'll have a preview of that a little bit later on. All right, we're going to get into it here with head coach Eric Wentz, the Four Day State head wrestling coach. In a while since we talked you were getting ready to go to California uh, you've made that trip we didn't have a program last week um, uh, obviously didn't quite go as well as you had wanted uh, tough one against Colorado School of Mines and then maybe more frustrating <laughs> losing <laughs> on tiebreaker criteria to, to, to San Francisco State but uh, a long trip for your guys uh, how did it all go
3: yeah it was uh, you know the mines duel obviously was frustrating we, we lost a couple closes we knew we had some some matchups that probably weren't going to go our way they had three guys ranked in the in the i believe in the top 15 uh you know their their 125 was a returning national qualifier he's not ranked right now but he's obviously good enough to be at the national tournament and you know deandre you know we, you know that was a frustrating one deandre our, our 125 lost 5-4 hmm. um but was in on two or three takedowns and and, and the mines guy just Clamped on and stalemated them out, and you know weren't able to finish those takedowns. And then we lost a couple that that were, I am going to say, winnable. But you know Juan Arbina at 174 probably had our best performance. You know, you know of the of the two duels. And he because he had uh, the the Mines guys ranked seventh in the country. He kept it to an eight to two eight to two match with him. Um, we'll talk probably talk about the San Francisco State match mm-hmm. here in a minute. But you know we wrestled we wrestled well. Um, you know, it just was, sometimes our, our youth was exposed, you know. We we worked on how they wrestle and what we can do to prevent what they do, which is a lot of scrambling, a lot of rolling around and leg passing and getting in weird positions and uh you know, they had the they had to throw the kitchen sink at us in a couple of matches and uh, you know, they ended up coming out on top, but we won a couple, you know, it was a good good win for Terrius, uh to, to kinda of, Keep getting going for him. And then and Tony Caldwell went in, went in an overtime match against a pretty solid uh, freshman from mine. So, you know, but, yeah, it was frustrating. But, you know, we had a couple of calls that go our way in some matches that were close. Um, you know, Matt Rodriguez got his shoe ripped off at one point at 184. And he he got hit with a stall call. And they say he gave up a, an it's called an imminent takedown. But the whole reason he got taken down is because the guy literally grabbed the heel of his shoe and pulled his shoe off, and he kind of stopped wrestling for a second. And, you know, but it was – it is what it is. We, You know, the good thing is a lot of those matches were, were close. So, you know, going into the regional tournament, we, we feel like we can make the adjustments to, to, to win some of those we, we maybe not on paper are supposed to win.
2: You've got veteran guys, but it's, you know, you do have a relatively young squad. Yeah. and You kind of lose track and forget about that sometimes. And this is all new experiences for these guys who you know, they're going to they're
3: gonna learn from it as the season goes and obviously as their careers roll along. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got, I think, six of our ten guys are underclassmen. And, I, and I, that's redshirt freshmen, soft, uh, one or two true freshmen maybe but you know it's we only got a couple guys in the lineup that are that have been at the at the regional tournament or even at the national tournament it, it you know the the youth can get exposed pretty quick when you're wrestling a veteran team and that's what mine's has mm-hmm. mine's and San Francisco State were junior and senior heavy so yeah, it definitely plays a part.
2: You won those two <clears throat> last two matches against Mines, had to give you a little bit of momentum going into San Francisco State, and um, it, it was a it was a, a great contest. You end up losing nineteen eighteen. Uh, they won it on tiebreaker criteria. Maybe explain how that how that works in a, in a situation like yeah, this.
3: Yeah, so when you when you finish the dual meet and you're tied, it goes there's there's I think there's twelve different criteria, and it kind of <laughs> goes from like. First one is most six-point victories. That's either pins or forfeits or disqualifications. So the team that has the most six-point victories, then it goes to most actual matches won, which is, I think, what what that one came down Mm -hmm. to criteria two. I mean, I've had dual meets in the past go down to, like, the seventh or eighth criteria, (laughs) which is like – least penalty points or wow. first, first actual point scored in the dual meet. So if it's, a, you know, they go all the way back to the first match and whoever scores the first action point, that team will win the dual meet. <laughs> and so, you know, it is a little frustrating. You know, we, and again, in that one, we lost, we lost one match by one. Uh, some pretty questionable officiating, you know, with the, the case of Lindsay was up by three with about 30 seconds to go and the referee handed the guy four points in the last 20 seconds (laughs) and uh so that was pretty frustrating um and then we lost two overtime matches uh you know matt rodriguez you know chased a guy all over the mat for seven minutes and then the guy countered one of his attacks in overtime and got a takedown to win and tony caldwell pushed the guy around and back and forth battle and you know, he uh ended up losing uh a late late on a late call, uh late takedown in the uh in regulation. But you know, you, we win any one of those matches and mm-hmm. we win the dual meet outright. You know, but DeAndre Brown really had a good weekend. Like I said, we had a really good match against Mines Kid, who's a national qualifier last year. And then um but really turned it on against a pretty solid uh San Francisco State guy and their their whole team was very physical we which we knew going in and he took advantage of the guy trying to attack and he he got the guy airborne a couple of times got the crowd going who and all ah, even though it was against their guy because we certainly didn't have <laughs> any fans other than my wife and kids <laughs> in san francisco but uh you know it was it was he wrestled really well kevin honas got got things or kept things going mm-hmm. he got a tech fall against another solid san francisco state guy in his in, the, in that duel and then they kind of rattled off a couple in a row that were really tight hotly contested matches uh you know, and and they again they're pretty junior senior heavy, um, and then uh, like I said, Juan Urbina at 174 um, goes out and he he wins by major decision over a top 20 wrestler. The guy was ranked 17th in the country, and Juan went out, threw him on his back, turned him, took him down again, and the guy you know the guy ended up resorting to essentially cheating. He was grabbing the headgear, <laughs> you know, grabbing singlet, grab you know anything he could get a hold mm-hmm. of to slow the the action down. and Juan just. Juan wrestled a really solid match, and that's the thing we've been working on with him is just you know, he's got potential to put big points on the board. He's dangerous. That's why we like him. You know, so, he you know, if he can find a way to keep doing that, what the way he wrestled that match the rest of the year, he could find himself at the national tournament pretty quick.
2: That's exciting to see, and it was good to see you guys got off to a, a quick start in that one, unlike yep. the, the, the the match before against yep. Colorado School of Mines, that obviously getting that early momentum is always nice. Yeah,
3: yeah. And those first two guys really set the tone mm-hmm. for the rest of the duel. And like I said, the, the other matches, you know, we, we, we lost one in overtime. We lost one uh, by one. Um, Cody Hicks lost to you know a really solid kid at 165 who's I think he might be ranked I think both their 57 and 65s are are ranked in the top 20 right now so they they've got a pretty solid middle of the lineup but again you know it was good to get to get those looks so that we know going into the international qualifier you know what adjustments we need to make to hopefully come out on top in those close matches you
2: mentioned some some interesting calls and this is not going to be an indictment on officiating but <laughs> what well, you're seeing basketball I mean you, four days may go up to Minnesota in non-conference earlier, go down to whatever, you know, those early inner regions, and you get officials from different conferences, and it's just called differently because a foul's a foul. I mean, it should be simple, (laughs) but it's not always called that way. Is it that way in wrestling, different parts of the region where just
3: how things are called and you have to adjust it a little bit? Yeah, and, and, you know, you get more veteran officials, I feel like, in our area, Mm -hmm. and as you go east, you get more veteran officials and guys who are doing more Guys who get assigned like to do big Division One matches, you know. You see a lot of times we get the same official for our duels that that two days later will be officiating like an Iowa versus Nebraska duel, you know. But when you when you go west, there's just not as many opportunities for these these officials to get high level wrestling. They're doing a lot of junior college. They're doing some NAIA's, and you know they might go up to Oregon. You know, Oregon State's about the only Division One. You got a couple D ones in, in California, but you know they're not getting a, as much high level kind of high intensity mm-hmm. matches. You know, so sometimes they can get a little, and a lot of times if it's a heated duel, yeah. you can, you can, they can get flustered, and, yeah. You know, which we expect. and You, know, you got to go with it, but you know, the thing I always tell my guys is, you know, don't leave it in the officials' hands. Go out and do your job, and you know, you know, get a lead and hold your lead and keep pouring points on, so the official can kind of be eliminated from the equation.
2: When you go on a trip like you did, did do do the guys get to have any fun? Because I know it's a business trip. You're going there to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Did they get to have any fun and take yeah. yeah. any sights a little you bit? Know,
3: it was, it was. The day we wrestled, of course, we're in the gym all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, from like 12 o'clock until seven. It's dark outside. Gorgeous day, of course. (laughs) And so we're there. We don't fly out till Sunday. So we we go we go. You know, check out you know Pier Thirty Nine and the Fisherman's Wharf and stuff like that. And of course, it's cloudy and rainy, and you can you can make out Alcatraz through the fog, through the fog, and you barely see the Golden Gate. And we get rained on as we walk. You know, we, we, we they got to see some sights. You know, we, we walked through kind that. of yeah yeah. So we they but they got to eat some good good food in Little Italy, and and uh, see you know the sea lions were still hanging out at, oh, at cool. the at yeah. the pier. So that was cool. Some of these guys may have never ever seen that before. So it was it was good that we got to do a little little bit of that and and uh, see the social scene you know, of San Francisco and it was you know it was good it was uh, a good trip.
2: Well, that's that's a, a big part of it as well. Great yep. opportunities and uh, uh, more than just on, on the mats. Uh, and, and now you look, I mean, you, you had those and you got like a 20-day yeah. <laughs> layoff now before you go again uh, at Newman and at, at Central Missouri uh, on the 25th and then the, the the 28th along a couple of stretches there. Yep. How, how do you handle this downtime? I know classes are back. Cranking. Up yesterday, and kind of get back into that school routine. But uh, how do you handle all that with such a, a, a layoff from from events?
3: You know, we just try to keep them finely tuned as we can. You know, so on Sunday this past week, we were we were penciled in to send some guys to Central Missouri mm-hmm. for an open they host, but. With the weather and things like that, we we chose not to go. It ended up being a good decision. A lot of teams backed out, and right. so, you know, we were to, it was it was essentially a Central Missouri versus Missouri duel at that <laughs> tournament. So, it was good. So, what we did, was, you know, we we gave him a three-pound allowance and brought him in. And uh, did a tournament simulation in our room in a controlled environment. You know, the coaches officiated. So a couple of the coaches wrestled, you know, some of the bigger guys who knew You know, where we needed some different, different looks. And so, you know, we just tried to keep them as finely tuned as possible. And we, we gave them, did give them a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got back to some lifting, got back to, you know, working on some basic fundamental stuff we got to get better at. And then, you know, we just kind of taper and work on some things we, we that we need to get better at as we go into Newman because that's, that's a – that's a kind of our in, our rivalry, if you will say. You know, you know, right down the road. So, you know, we're just going to work on, you know, making sure guys are healthy. That's a big one for us. Making sure their weight is managed correctly, and so that we're not getting too heavy. Since we do have a long break, that's why you know we 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 didn't make him make scratch weight. You know, but we we got him down, you know, to three or four pounds, and and uh, got some got some live goes in and stuff like that. So, you know, just kind of. You know, work on the things we need to work on to lead into those those two big events.
2: That right, sounds good. Well, obviously, as we get closer, we'll be talking about those two duels at Newman on the 25th and at UCM on the 28th. Coach, uh, glad you had a little fun in San Francisco. Got to take the family along. That's always nice. And uh, uh, looking forward to. Cause it seems like boy, once you crank back up, we talk about it. A uh, calendar turns. It goes quick, and it it's regionals it's before gonna, you know it. So be quick. these are all important uh, yep. for these guys to get in shape and hopefully make a run and get a lot of guys qualified. Yep. All right. We appreciate it, Eric. Have a good week of practice. Thank you. There you go. Eric Wentz, head wrestling coach at Fort Hayes State. Again, they don't wrestle again until the 25th when they'll be at Newman. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie and City, and Pratt BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. Head of Women's Coach Talia Cars joins us after the break right here on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC.
4: Hello, I'm Alexis Ibarra, primary care provider at First Care Clinic,
5: and I enjoy nurturing and treating the little ones in your family. I'm currently accepting new pediatric patients, from toddlers to teens, I'm here for everyone ages 2 and up. Come see me and experience care that grows with your family. Visit firstcareclinic.com or call us to request an appointment with me today. Trust in a clinic where every heartbeat matters. First Care Clinic at the corner of 13th and Main Street in Hayes. Your health
4: first. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you. Because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit GoldenBeltBank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Know
6: how. Know how. The New Year Sale is on at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Premium Motor Oil, $16.59 for the 5 core size and three twenty nine dollars for one quart. Spray 9 Multi Purpose Cleaner, 4 dollars Free All-Deep Penetrating Oil, $7.99. Scott Shop Towel, 55-roll, $3.99. Or the 200-count, $14.99. And Mobile DelVac, $17.99. Check out the savings today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes.
7: These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HaysMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare, and at HaysMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at haysmed.com. Wagner hands it off to Ruddle.
2: Ruddle left elbow back to Katie. And Lola Hollenbeck spins around Campbell. Underhand flip shot goes in. Six for Olivia Hollenbeck. And the Tigers lead 11-8. It's a 5-0 run by 4 days state. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday at John Lance Arena in Pittsburgh. Tiger women get a big win over a nationally ranked Pittsburgh state squad. Welcome back in to Tiger Talk. And the Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We are joined by head women's coach Talia Cars. a split on the last road trip down in Joplin, losing on Thursday night, 67-58 to the Lions, but then a big bounce back, beating Pitt State Saturday afternoon, 68-53. to uh, We'll touch on the Southern game a little bit. <laughs> uh, gave up a big run, wasn't good, but it was nice to see your team bounce back uh, and, and play well and look like the team prior to Christmas because you were playing at a high, high level. We talked about that a lot uh, and just hadn't quite been at that same and t- whatever uh, level since Christmas but kind of got back to that on Saturday and that was a nice way to end the road trip after the disappointment on on Thursday night
5: yeah no one thing I can say about Thursday of, of a positive is that our girls didn't give up mm-hmm. and we did not have a good second quarter and that really kind of affected the entire game but our girls came out in the second half and really got into what on defense and made them take h- tough shots and then um, executed some stuff on offense um, better than we did in the first half.
2: You know, it's funny because the, the the Southern game was a good game, and and they're the hottest team in the conference right now. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. You look at the Mi Double um, it, It's it's a heck of a race, and uh, there's going to be a lot of there'll be more probably losses by a champion this year than there's been in a, in a long long time. Uh, but it was a back and forth game, and and for whatever reason, this, your team's kind of. There have been stretches this year, but for whatever reason, uh, it it just goes cold, and I think it was a 22 to nothing run. I haven't seen that happen against the Tiger team in quite a while.
5: Yeah, no, and part of it was who I had on the floor, and I needed to do do a better job of getting the right people on the floor at the right time, and um, in the second half, we adjusted and we did better, and uh, they really struggled with our press, which we should have started out the game a little more aggressive than we did, and uh, the girls took advantage of it and did the best they could with the deficit that we had, and we just couldn't couldn't quite overcome it.
2: Well, and that, I mean, it's a good trade. You, you, the Central Missouri game at home was another one you fell behind big and had a chance, came back, and I guess that's a good sign. I mean, this team plays the whole 40 minutes and, and, and gave them there a couple of possessions where if you could have scored – Now you put a little pressure on them. You get it to within striking range. It didn't happen, but it was good to see, as you said, uh, your gals never giving up.
5: Yeah, we get a little contagious on our shot selection (laughs) in those droughts. (laughs) Going back and watching film, you're like, oh, that was a bad shot. And then the next one, oh, that was a bad shot. And we do that consistently consistently in a little period of time, and it, it ends up being a big difference. And so we've got to continue to limit those um, the best that we can. And the girls just need to continue just to take good shots and and continue to get stops.
2: Well, came back on Saturday at Pittsburgh uh, against a good guerrilla team who uh, probably early in the year, the way they were playing, would have said – they were the best team in the conference, and I think you kind of took over that role, and I think right now you could say today Missouri Southern is the best team, but, but your team looked like that, that team prior to the Christmas break. Uh, could, could you sense, because going to practice Saturday, Friday night, you, it had a different feel to it, and, and uh, you guys were locked down. Uh, you took pile out of the game and then obviously hit some shots, and that makes it go a lot easier. But uh, a team looked determined on Saturday.
5: Yeah, they did. They they did a great job of um, recognizing who – like, Pyle's a fantastic scorer. She's a hard person to guard, and our girls took pride each and every one of them that ended up on her took some pride in not letting her score. And we did that very effectively. And when she was out of the game um, – they really struggled to score. And then we really did a good job of taking their point guard out of the game. And their point guard's a really talented um, point guard, takes care of the ball really well, really strong, not a big scorer, but she gets the ball where it needs to go. And she had a hard time throughout the whole game just because of how we were up in her the whole game and making her work every possession up the floor. And so our defense definitely won that game, but we we did a really good job offensively too of of taking good shots, and obviously it helps when they go in the basket. Well,
2: they did, but I thought what was important, yeah, you you hit some threes, and you hit them at a higher rate, and you had a lot of people do it, but you didn't get three ball happy. You still got it into Olivia. She had a really big game that came within the flow of the offense. and It's funny how when that happens, they tend to go in at a higher rate.
5: Yeah, definitely. No, something that we talked about in the difference between Thursday and Saturday was recognizing what their defense is giving us and being ready to catch and shoot every time you catch but being more ready to pass it than you are to dribble. And I think Sunday, or Thursday you saw where we were turning it over a little bit too much because we were trying to do something with our dribble that wasn't there. And so Saturday I thought we did a really good job of recognizing when the dribble was there versus I need to make the pass and do something with my pass instead of my dribble.
2: Well, I'm more with Coach in a second. We're at the bottom of the hour, so let's quickly squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification here along the Tigers Sports Network. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Gerard Wellbrock back with head women's coach Talia Kars. We're inside the Robbins Center, part of Tiger Club. It's Tiger Talk on this Wednesday. Certainly glad to have you a part of it. Tigers coming off a split on the road this past week. Uh, They lost at Missouri Southern Thursday. Got a good bounce back win against the Pittsburgh State Gorillas. Uh, who were ranked 20th at the time on uh, Saturday afternoon. Tough place to play down at John Lance Arena. Good crowd, and the Tigers perform well. And uh, what was, I think, also nice about this, Ten points, three boards for Katie Wagner. I didn't think she played bad. They obviously were, made her a focal point, but you're able to do what you did, and she was not a huge part of it. You had a lot of other uh, gals step up and uh, pick up that sl- uh, scoring load.
5: Yeah, no, I think we talked about it on Saturday after the game, but the girls made it easy for me to <laughs> – I made it a play to call to play. They ran the play. We scored. Go to the next – run the play. Do – you know, and it wasn't somebody like, we have to get – no, you execute it, and somebody made a shot. And it didn't have to be the same person every time up the floor, and they did a good job of getting it to the right person and getting it in the basket.
2: Another player, Emma Ruddle, she had really struggled. She was playing so well and shooting it unbelievably well before Christmas. And then I think she had been in an 0 for 17 slump since getting back from the holiday break. And even though you lost that game, the second half she kind of found her shot again, and and you could tell it was getting weighing on her. And then she played great on, on Saturday. It was good to see her kind of to get back in the rhythm, the way she was playing before, because she was phenomenal before yep. that.
5: Yep. And and Southern where she got in foul trouble to yep. come come back in the second half, knowing you, you didn't play much the first half and you didn't really get in the flow of the game the first half. She came in the second half and just really worked so hard. At one point she was dying. <laughs> I had to get her out of the game, <laughs> but I wanted her on the floor because she was just working her. T- off, And she's she's doing a great job of offensively kind of getting it to where she can get a good shot and make a good shot. And um, defensively, she's she's just a worker.
2: Well, it was fun to see her get back on track and uh, hopefully continues on Saturday. The Tigers will be up in Kearney taking on the Lopers of UNK, the only game this week for Fort Hayes State. Uh, we'll talk about that. We also have a couple of questions that were emailed this week for Coach Cars. We'll get to those and more when we return. Tiger Talk is brought to you in part today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more at hayesmed.com backslash orthopedics. We'll have more with Coach Allie of cars right after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.
1: We all enjoy the thrill of victory on game day. Did you know that championship mentality can go beyond the field to your home? This is Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. If you're looking for a victory, the folks at Next Tech have you covered with gig speed internet for just $69 a month. Now new customers get the fastest home Wi-Fi backed by the best customer service at an unbeatable price. Take your home's connection to a championship level today at next-tech.com. Electric space heaters can be a great way to keep warm during the winter when used safely. Plug space heaters directly into a wall outlet, never into an extension cord or power strip. Only use space heaters in occupied rooms and always ensure there's a working smoke detector. Keep space heaters three feet away from drapes, furniture, and other flammable materials. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you.
6: A new year means a new month and new specials at the Taco Shop. The Sancho, beef enchilada, cheese enchilada, and beef and bean burrito are each three oh nine. Is the Taco Shop three thirty three West Eighth Street? Download the app and order, or call in. The Taco Shop welcomes you to twenty twenty four.
1: Come on down
4: to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. To the Taco Shop.
2: Piled, bottled up, threw it away. Cross-court pass picked off by Katie Wagner. Wagner to the other end, dribbles in, scores, and is fouled. And a chance for a three-point play. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday down in Pittsburgh. Tiger women beat the Gorillas 68-53. fifty-three, four-day State ranked 20th this week in the Division II coaches poll. They'll be up in Kearney to take on the Lopers of UNK. We'll get a preview here in just a minute. We did have a couple of questions emailed in this week for Coach Kars. Um One, could you talk about the strides your team has made on the defensive end this season, and, and I think we saw that on on Saturday. And you kind of alluded to it. that was one of the reasons for the win was the way the defense played. But this team seems to maybe be a little bit better on that in the floor than than some of the teams in years past.
5: Yeah, I think the guards are trying are finally figuring out. You know what? I'm a pretty good defender, <laughs> <laughs> and realizing like if I got pressed every single possession of every single game, and I had to dribble it up the floor every single possession of every, it would get exhausting. And I think the guards are finally recognizing, you know what? This is kind of work, and I'm kind of good at this, and I think I think I have enough energy to do this more often than not. And so I think that's huge. And then our post players um, just do a great job of when our guards get beat of helping. And then you saw at Pitt, Liv especially, did a great job of recognizing when we needed help and when we didn't because their fine man is a sneaky scorer where she's not just give me the ball and make a move, and she scores when the guards get past the other guards and lived did a really good job of recognizing oh, she's not beat I'm gonna go guard my man instead of helping off and I, I we're just doing a better job of that and they've really kind of bought into that and in that we're gonna be up in people in the full court and in the full court our guards are obviously on the ball but our post are ready to rotate and make steals when they make the guards make a bad pass and so I think they've just taken kind of ownership in it is they're good at it so we might as well just keep doing it and then and then we don't have to run offense because we can go shoot a layup instead <laughs>
2: Another question, um, MIAA appears to be deeper this season than it has been in years past. Are you concerned that beating each other up is going to hurt uh, the conference when it comes to NCAA selection bids?
5: It, it will, for sure. Um, that's, I mean, that's something that we go around about every single year at the Division II level is it it stinks that we get stuck not with the best teams in the nation, in the top 64 teams. We get stuck with the teams because of the region. And I think... You could, you could say that seven of the teams in our league right now on our side belong in the top 64. <laughs> and we just can't. It's it's not possible. And so um, I'm hoping, I don't know. I don't know if we'll get five in or not. It would be awesome if we could get five in. I think there's for sure one in the in the south division that may potentially even host. And the north division's pretty up in the air right now. So I, I don't know. But it, it definitely it hurts us in the long run.
2: Well, we'll see what happens, which obviously puts a premium on every game, and uh, you'll have one this Saturday up in Kearney. Uh, they lost both of these games, so you're going to face a desperate Loper team that got a, a new head coach, Andrew Johnson. He was a, the head coach at Newman and, and has obviously done a good job. A uh, lot of faces and names back, but yet there's a lot of new ones. They graduated a, a good chunk of that team, but 12-4 uh, and four playing some good basketball, and you know they'll be ready for the Tigers rolling into town on Saturday.
5: Yeah, they will. It'll be, it'll be a different... Different team, different experience mm-hmm. for sure. Um, honestly, one of the best players is Kaya Wilson that was playing yeah. for us last year. She's doing a great job down there, and um, she's she's scoring when she can. She's running the floor really hard, and and then the their starting five is pretty experienced. Besides their point guard, and their point guard's doing a really good job with what little experience she has. She's getting the ball where it needs to go, and so that'll be a, a definite a focus for us to get her slowed down and um, try to take advantage of that. Yeah,
2: it's always a big game. You've got a lot of Nebraskans on your roster, and they get a lot of friends and family. There's always a good contingency of black and gold fans up at the Health and Sports Center, but obviously it's a big game for them with all the Nebraska ties, including yourself. Yeah,
5: yeah no, going to Nebraska <laughs> is, is huge, but then we also have the kids that played for Drew in the summer. Right. So then the Wichita kids also have it out for Drew a little bit too. So there's like a lot of different connections still even though um not there anymore it's still a a pretty pretty personal game
2: how how, a lot of stuff they did that he did at newman what's their style of play this year with him as head coach
5: they've they've mixed it up a lot Mm -hmm. he's done a great job of taking what what they had there and and turning it into something new and he's running a little bit of same similar stuff as newman but Really not. He's he did a really good job adjusting his offense to to what they do really well, and they're scoring the ball really well, and they and they guard the ball really well. Um, they struggled this weekend with both teams' physicality, but. Um, they're, they're a tough team.
2: Yep, two of the top defensive teams in the conference hooking up in this one. Should be a lot of fun. 2 o'clock tip up at the Health and Sports Center for the Fort Hays State women and Nebraska Kearney Coaches, always appreciate the time. Uh, have a great uh, rest of the week of practice, and we'll see you up in Kearney Saturday afternoon. Thanks, Jordan. There you go. Talia Carr is head coach of the Fort Hays State women. Again, 2 o'clock tip for their game with the Lopers. Tiger Talk brought to you in part today by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them online at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll take a break. Men's coach Mark Johnson joins us next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.
7: If you haven't heard, land is in high demand. Hi, this is Adam Hand, your local Whitetail Properties Land Specialist in Central and Western Kansas. If you have ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. We would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you are interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-2469 or visit whitetailproperties.com.
6: A new year means a new month and new specials at the Taco Shop. The Sancho, Beef Enchilada, Cheese Enchilada, and Beef and Bean Burrito are each 309. Is the Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order or call in. The Taco Shop welcomes you to 2024.
1: Come on
4: down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. To the Taco Shop.
0: Hey, Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger Tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger Tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit FHSUalumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's FHSUalumni.com drive. Go Tigers!
8: bti now delivers john deere parts tools and more directly to your farm or home visit bti-direct.com for their full catalog all products ship with fast affordable shipping options need something delivered in a hurry just email orders at btiequip.com or get connected to your local bti parts counter that's orders at btiequip.com or visit them online at bti-direct.com Yonshin pulls it back out, plays it over here to
2: Nanabu. Nanabu attacks, gets by Thompson to the rib. He flushes it with two hands. A two-handed dunk by Nanabu gives him 31 tonight. Second year in a row, a Tiger has gone for 30 or more in Joplin. 85-61. to 61. Fort A. State leads it, 210 to go. There's the exclamation point. Yeah, it was. Ended up winning at 85-67 over Missouri Southern. Tough one in Pittsburgh Saturday afternoon, losing to the Gorillas. Welcome back to uh, Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock, head men's coach Mark Johnson, as uh, 4 days state gets ready to play Carney on Saturday. And... Um, uh, yeah, it was a nice game for Elijah. Good to see 31-1. what is about uh, the, the Lions down in, in Joplin. You've had some guys have some, some big games down there, and uh, really a lot of guys played well in that one. Caleb had 22, but uh, 31 for Elijah, new career high. That was, that was fun to watch. He play, He was dialed in and played well.
9: Yeah, he was aggressive and, and got to the rim and then he hit his mid range. Anytime he hits his mid range, um, he's pretty hard to guard. Um, you know, not always consistent with that as probably as much as he would like, but he was uh uh at Southern and, and played really well and was aggressive and uh like I said, Caleb had a good night and I thought um Connor uh came in, Connor Lindell came in and gave us a good uh Boost. I think he had five. I think him and Sean both, I think they combined for like 13 points, maybe uh, 13 rebounds and four blocks. So I thought those guys came in and gave us a big boost and uh, fell behind early but kind of got it under control and got it back and just kept uh – grinded on him a little bit possession after possession and uh, then uh, kind of blew it open the second half.
2: Yeah, you were down 14 with the 11-minute mark of the first half and uh, ended up having a four-point halftime lead and they hit some threes late to kind of make that look a little bit misleading but uh, boy, defensively, and they're a big team and they've got talent um and we talked about that a lot how, how talented they are but uh, defensively you guys were were locked in after you fell behind and kind of just limited their chances and then then got some shots to go in
9: yeah we really you know we, we couldn't guard them the first six seven minutes and then we couldn't guard on the last minute but uh, <laughs> in between we were we we're pretty good i mean they like you said they hit some shots late that really made it statistically better for them than what it, what it really was we, we guarded well played well and um you know, we've talked about it. Southern's just one of those places uh, we either play exceptional or we don't play very good. You know what I mean? There really hasn't been much in between there. And uh, really the last three times or four times we've, we've played really good there. So uh, good way to get your uh, road trip started off uh, winning those uh, Thursday games. It's just, uh, you know, it, it makes the rest of the, the trip a little bit better. Uh, obviously, when you go to practice on Friday, coming off a win is, is a little better. And just everything you do makes the trip about uh, – as enjoyable as it can be when you're on a four-day road trip and doing those kind of things.
2: Well, I guess the only bummer is when you don't win on Saturday, and, uh, man – for about 30 minutes you were right there playing well against a good pit team but and we've seen it we've seen it here at home a lot uh the back end of those trips and and you're a bit shorthanded right now with with RJ's back issue uh just felt like the guys kind of ran out of steam You had that 7 point lead and just couldn't couldn't make it stick there down the stretch
9: yeah and they're a good team i mean uh, all these teams are much better like i said i don't know if our top 3 for the first time in quite some while a while is necessarily elite elite uh but uh you know, the strength of this league has always been depth, and I would say this is as good as it's ever been. I mean, uh, these teams are really good. Pitt, this is one of Pitt's better teams they've had in quite some time, and uh, they went small. They were two big guys. They had two really big, huge – probably the two biggest guys in our conference from a size standpoint. And – and uh, you know, I just remember being down at Central Oklahoma. Like I, I think we talked about after the game, Central Oklahoma lost to them and said we were doing fine until they went small, and then they went small. We just really struggled to guard them, and uh, you know we found out right before warmups that those guys weren't going to play, and they went small, and and they're hard to guard, and and really just came down to the end. Uh, I think they finished five of six from the field. It was tied with six forty-three to go. They finished five of six, and we finished one of ten. And you can't do that on either end. You got to get stops to win close games down the stretch. And like we said, you got to be able to make a few shots here and there uh, to get yourself over the hump down the stretch. And we weren't able to do that. And they had a couple guys that had some good nights. Mm-hmm. The English kid's a very yeah. good player. And, um, you know, I think they're really ready, locked in for us. And, and they're going to continue to win some games. They're one of the better teams in the league.
2: Yeah, English 24 and 14 for him and uh, Shaw, who uh, was ineligible the first semester. Added 16. The, the two guys become eligible semester, and, and so uh, th- that kind of makes their record look a little misleading. But those two guys back, as you said, there's town lineup as anybody throws out there.
9: Yeah, I mean Tanner Man's hit four threes. He, I mean him and Shaw just got ready to go. Just got eligible at Christmas. I think, like I said, when they have their full allotment of team. Uh, they're as, as good or talented as anybody, uh, in the, in the conference. I think you can say that about six or seven teams, uh, that still have, with, we're not quite, I guess this week will be the halfway point of the conference season. And you probably are going to have six, uh, six, at least six teams that still have a chance to, to win the conference, uh, regular season title. And I think that's the kind of balance we have this year. You
2: mentioned R.J. Crawford. Uh, anyone watched him at home last time here? I could tell he was struggling with the back. Didn't play at all on this road trip. Any any update on him, how he's doing?
9: Um, hopeful, but not very optimistic. I don't know how to say that. He, I wouldn't anticipate him playing. You know, Lucas is out, so our numbers are getting pretty thin. We don't have very many guards right now. Um Jaheim aggravated his foot, he broke uh, last year in the pit game, but I, I think he's will be okay. I think he's better today. It's getting better. We were concerned it wasn't going to get better, and that's obviously not a good sign. Uh, but, yeah, our numbers are a little thin. I think what's happened without R.J., is uh, I think Kyle and Jaheim have done a really good job elevating their game offensively, where we're feeling the impact the most is defensively. Jaheim is just a lot smaller and guys can shoot over him. That impacts our defense. And then Kyle just can't move to that level of like RJ's is not as quick laterally defensively as RJ is. So I think what they've done a good job is we haven't seen maybe the offensive uh, struggles without him because I think when he's good to go, RJ's our second or third best player Um but it, I think we're it's affecting our defense as we move forward and that's not probably gonna change. So we gotta uh, just you know, just gotta play through it and, and uh keep battling, which I think our guys have done a good job of and and uh, just keep doing the best we can.
2: Well, the Tigers will be on the road Saturday up in Kearney, taking on the Lopers of uh, Nebraska Kearney, and we'll get a preview of that. We also had some uh, questions emailed in for the coach this week, so we'll get to those when we return. Tiger Talk is brought to you today by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, they've been a haze tradition since 1970. Back with more Tiger Talk after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC.
1: Brungart Hauer CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you're starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Brungart Hauer is here to help. Whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax. Your time is important. Let us give you more. Broomgart Hauer CPAs, we can help. We do that. BTI. It's
8: Chopper Days at BTI John Deere. Shop now and chop later. Save 10% on forage harvester parts through January 31st. Your machine runs the best when equipped with the best, so stick with genuine John Deere parts. During BTI Chopper Days, receive 10% off OEM parts for pull type or self propelled forage harvesters on select models. Stop by today to learn more. BTI, our family in partnership with your family.
4: The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you. Because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.
7: These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of HaysMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare, and at HaysMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at haysmed.com.
2: Kameki to the foul line, over to B, open for a three-pointer. Bang! He knocked it in from the right wing. Bjarne Yonchin with seven, 25 to 25-20. Ford A. State up by five. It's their biggest lead of the game. Yeah, Some of the action from Saturday in Pittsburgh. Tigers come up short against the Gorillas. They'll be on the road this Saturday, and then that schedule kind of flips around and uh, get a heavy load of home games. <laughs> Been on the road. We talked about a lot. Ten of the first 14 Division II games uh, on the road for the Fort Hayes State men. Before we look at Carney, we did have a couple of questions. Uh, one of them was uh, co- opposed to Coach Cars. He kind of talked about it. MIAA, and you kind of said maybe not as heavy on the top end, but a deeper conference this year. Uh, you think that's going to have an impact on NCAA tournament bids when that time comes around?
9: Yeah, sure, always does. I mean, uh, we always kind of you know beat each other up, and um, kind of like uh, Tally said, and, and uh, you know we've just had a, a what's hurt us too on our side. The, the the GAC has had a conference tournament upset every year. You know, they're number one team, they usually they just have one team that has the possibility of getting in, and then the last two years they've been beat in their conference tournament, so that league ends up taking uh two bids you know it's unfortunate you know uh the MIAA this year against the GAC and non-conference was 10 and 1 uh their only win was a two point win on on a home floor of one of their teams um you know Arkansas Tech who us from Emporia beat pretty handily uh I believe is 8 and 1 and leading the league um you know so I mean it's just it's it's not a fair thing but it you know nothing we're going to do about it uh the NCAA doesn't probably care enough about division 2 to uh um, change or impact anything so that's it, it's the hand you're dealt and you, you just go play and, and uh do the best you can and hope it's it's good enough uh, at times to get yourself in but no no question it'll we'll beat each other up and make it a little bit harder
2: all right another question this is an interesting one outside of the coaches on your staff is there another coach or someone that you talk with and maybe throw some some basketball ideas around during the season or do you just – you're such a you – got it all up there. You don't need a... yeah. I mean, Coach Brown filled in last time. He gave us the inside scoop, so I'm curious how you answer this now.
9: Yeah, I would be uh, – you know, we – yes, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's people I talk to probably, um, um, you know, coaches that were my friends, uh, either uh, one – you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say names, but, I mean, uh, yeah, they're, they're ones an older coach that I worked for earlier in my career. Uh, that's still coaching. Another one's a, a, an assistant. It was a former head, Division One head coach. Now he's back to be an assistant. That, for sure, you, you see some things or you watch something on TV that they're doing maybe or watch on film that they're doing and ask kind of their thoughts. Uh, we're pretty simplistic here, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of these young guys get too carried away with what they're doing instead of letting the players play, I think, a little bit. We don't overcomplicate it. We seem to you know, I always say on defense, there's only three things you can possibly change. How you guard the post, how you guard a ball screen and if there's a guy we're going to stay out on. Other than that, you just guard no matter who you're playing. Doesn't matter how Northwest sets a back screen or this team sets a back screen. We're going to guard it the same way. So I think sometimes we overcomplicate the game and I think so. we, We keep it pretty simple, but Definitely uh, keep up to date with what other people are doing because you don't want to fall behind trends. You want to make sure, uh, you know, you're on the, the cutting edge, whatever you want to say. Uh, I think that's more offensively than defensively. Uh, I think offensively we try to, uh, you know, make sure we know we, – we, we kind of have at least have an idea what the, the, the good offensive teams are doing and what we found over time, what the really good offensive teams are doing – is they have really good offensive players, so um, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty simple.
2: Yeah, it's funny. We've talked about of all the complexities of the game of basketball. It still comes down to. You put the ball through the basket. You do it at a really high rate. You've got a really chance to win games at a really high – it's really a simple game. Yeah, it
9: seems to, <laughs> seems to go that way. But, uh, yeah, you definitely uh, there's people you, you want to rely on about some some stuff outside of our you know, our staff. I'm lucky to have Jeremy. Jeremy's a, a high-level high basketball coach, uh, really does a great job with our players, does a great job with scouting and, and things like that. And, and uh, we feel – I mean, that, I feel like that gives us an edge a little bit uh, as we go in to play other people.
2: All right. So speaking of other people, Nebraska. Carney on Saturday, the next game up for the Tigers, back on the road, ending that stretch of a lot of road games. And um, a Loper team, obviously they've dealt with a lot. They've got an interim head coach now and assistant Antoine Young and and, – I mean, they brought in some talent. It's a talented group, and, and you see signs of it. It's just been hard for them to, with everything going on, put it all together. But, uh, boy, they got some guys who can shoot it. Uh, they're more athletic than they've been. This will be a, another challenge on Saturday. No
9: question. This isn't coach speak. This is the most talented they've been since probably 2016 when they had Connor Baranek. Uh, they're one of the best offensive teams in our conference. They can fill it up. They can put 90 on anybody. Uh, where they struggle at is there's, they're just not getting very many stops. And, and you know, for us this is a tough matchup you look at uh you know there's 14 teams in our league roger's state is in the with the stats everything you want to say roger's state is dead last in in defense and, and we lost to them. Uh, Newman was number 12 in defense, and we lost to them. Uh, Carney's number 13. You know, we, we do better against a, a good defensive team that's okay offensively. Uh, this is going to challenge us, and we're going to have to come out here and, and play well and get stops because it's not necessarily a great matchup. But, uh, you know, I think our guys will be ready for the challenge.
2: All right, sounds good. Well, appreciate it. Have a good uh, rest of the week of practice. We'll see you at Cardi. All right, thanks, Jordan. Hey, Omar Johnson, head coach of the Tigers, as they get set to take on UNK. Get a reminder, Fort A. State Athletics inviting you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Hayes Mid-Orthopedic Institute, Goldobel Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI and the Taco Shop, 2 and 4 o'clock this Saturday from the Health and Sports Center, Fort A. State Basketball. Our coverage begins at 135. That'll wrap it up. We'll see you again next Wednesday right here on Tiger Talk.